do we have the, the FSBD update, the FSBT music ready? FSBT update number eight. I don't know what number we're on. I'm <laughs> literally guessing. I don't think we've done eight whole ones, have we? Seven? Well, you know. It's been about a month since we recorded together, it feels like. The only FSBT update that matters is the one that we're doing right now. It's true. It's true. So, uh, yes, thank you for, uh, thank you for taking over for me, Park City. Uh, I'm mostly, mostly recovered from my latest bout with the plague. COVID. No, not COVID. <laughs> <clears throat> Real tragedy though, like, uh, I, I had a segment planned for this episode. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna solicit the FSBT listeners to send in genuine compliments <laughs> to you. Uh-huh. And I was going to read them as Ben Shapiro and maybe some other voices. Okay, uh, but I'm just not, I'm just not quite there yet. You guys yeah. can just send those compliments directly to me at Middle Casey, and I'll read them <laughs> in the voice inside my head, which is not Ben Shapiro. <laughs> or is it? It's definitely not. <laughs> All right, let's get uh, let's get on with FSBT update here. This is our uh, this is my little tribute to Norm Macdonald. Yes. You All right. dragged me into. <laughs> you so en- inept. <laughs> you enjoy it. You enjoy it. You, uh, you tickled yourself with your own jokes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That's not limited to FSBT update, though. I make myself laugh daily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Go. <laughs> Sad news. According to a recent story, Habitat for Humanity is in trouble, reportedly due to rising construction material costs. Mm. You know, if there's any uh, theology students out there that are looking to get in on the ground floor of a ministry, I've got one. It's called Habitat for Habitat for Humanity. It's so <laughs> stupid. That's the worst joke I've ever come up with. Habitat for Habitat for <laughs> You almost made it. You almost, almost got did. through the joke. I was so ashamed because it was such a bad joke. I just lost it. I don't think you were ashamed. I think you're very pleased. <laughs> well, maybe. Okay. Okay, this is my joke that has two separate endings. One of them will have to get bleeped. I'll read the I'll read the good one first. I mean the clean one-ish. Clean-ish. PG-13. Okay. Newly elected SBC president Ed Litton came under fire recently for crapping part of one of J.D. Greer's sermons without giving credit. Because nothing says I'm the head of the country's largest evangelical denomination like being a lazy-ass copycat. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Okay, this is the second half. I'm sorry if my children hear this in the next room. (laughs) Hopefully they don't. Okay, newly elected SBC President Ed Litton came under fire recently for copying part of one of J.D. Greer's sermons without giving credit. Which goes to show you that old white men really have completely run out of original ideas. Anyways. <laughs> so, 
So uh, I, too, wrote a joke about this story. Okay, let's hear it. And it's going to make your sound uh, <laughs> exquisite. <laughs> okay. Habitat for Habitat for Humanity. I feel like there's only one way to go from there. <laughs> uh, you know, as Casey was saying, new SBC President Ed Litton in hot water for plagiarizing former SBC President J.D. Greer in a sermon. This is true. This is a true story. And it's the absolute cutting edge of evangelical journalism. We here at FSBT have the exact passage that Lytton copied. I'm going to read it for you right now. I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, Veronica Greer, sitting over there. I love you, honey. You're my better half, my inspiration. I am more in love with you today than I was on the day I married you. May God continue to bless the Greer house and shepherd our four precious children, Karis, Alethea, Raya, and Aiden. <laughs> Why would he copy that? Come on, Ed. You knew you were going to get caught. <laughs> okay. Hmm. The IRS will start sending child tax credit direct payments to most American families on July 15th. This has prompted every parent who was asked, you know what causes that, right? After their second and third child, to say a hearty, ha ha. Jim Baker is being forced to pay $156,000 in settlement fees. How do you know this? (laughs) For selling a fake COVID cure. Okay. Gosh. (laughs) I just hope this doesn't hurt his reputation. (laughs) Where did you find that out? I, like, go on the Christian Post looking for, like, stupid Christian headlines. (laughs) <laughs> I can't remember where I saw that. I, I think it was, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember where I got <laughs> Okay. A new podcast about the fall of Mars Hill Church under the leadership of Mark Driscoll just started airing its episodes. For a better, funnier, and less maddening account of men being stupid, please visit FSBT episode number 145 for Casey's groundbreaking segment, Dumb Men of the Bible. <laughs> We uh, <laughs> we really should have compared notes because I we, I think we wrote them all the jokes about the same thing. <laughs> and once again, your joke will be better than mine. But I'll just go ahead. Okay. Disgraced Pastor Mark Driscoll back in the news this week as the Christianity Today oh. series, The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, began to document the story of his former church. When reached for comment, Driscoll said, "You know." I've changed a lot in the last few years. For instance, I am no longer a megachurch pastor who regularly abuses people. (laughs) That's awful. But not as bad as this one. (laughs) I don't know if you're going to put this in the episode, but here we go. Creators of the animated for adults harley quinn series revealed recently do you know this story 
Yes. The show executives made them cut a scene where Batman goes down on Catwoman, saying, quote, heroes don't do that. To which women everywhere replied, uh... <laughs> Who let men be in charge of things? <laughs> I have no comments. Heroes don't do that. Finally, in an interview with NBC's Today Show, Hillsong founder Brian Houston stated that he had had, quote, concerns about Carl Lentz for years. <laughs> hey. Hey, thanks, Sherlock. Maybe we'll Maybe we can get this intellectual titan to fix the SBC if he has a few minutes. <laughs> you had concerns? <laughs> you can <cons> <laughs> Yeah. What you had concerns, like <laughs> You know, I, I thought something might be amiss when I saw him put his penis in another woman's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, thanks, Charlie Chan. We solved that one. Oh, man. Well, that was uplifting. It really was. This is this is truly just has to be one of the most edifying Christian podcasts in existence. <laughs> just, that just cracked me up. I got concerns about him for years. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Chief. Yes. Alright. I, too, have concerns. <laughs> okay, Us. let's hear them. I'm so ready. Alright, so, uh, as is the FSBT custom, and one of us is gone, when we come back, we are, we are given the floor to, to rebut everything that happened in the previous <laughs> episode. So, nothing I'm about to say takes away from my appreciation for Perk City. Uh, mm -hmm. Full stop. However, I still have things <laughs> to complain about. Okay. Uh, just just random points here. Like these aren't, aren't all connected. They're just uh, these were just the things I jotted down as I was listening to the episode. Uh, at one point, Perk City complained. This is a weird one. Uh, that in the music video for "Modest Is Hottest," she complained that Matthew West's wife was cleaning the kitchen. As if that in itself was a, a sign of, of sexism or the patriarchy. I'm not sure. I think that might just be accurate. I think moms spend five hours per day cleaning the kitchen. Uh, not in my house. Well. <laughs> sometimes, like, uh, I just look up and Kendra is just running a rag over the counter. Uh, just <laughs> at various points throughout the day. I'm like, oh, there she is. And, you and know, what are you doing during this time? <laughs> Playing your guitar, I, <laughs> serenading your daughters about the way they dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaging the culture. Uh, to answer Perk City's question, no, I have not seen Bird Box. I think she thought that was the the origin of one of my dreams. Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with like the basic plot of it, but uh, no, I have not seen it. Uh, at one point in the episode, it was postulated that my dreams are about uh, saving people. <laughs> Uh, I concur. Yes. Uh, I think uh, maybe I'm saving myself <laughs> in the dreams. Who's to say? Who's to say? Didn't she say that, though? 
that maybe you were trying to there was a part of yourself you were trying to save or rescue or yeah I just there's probably a version of myself I'm trying to save there's also probably a version of my father that I'm trying to save mm. a, a younger version of my father that I'm trying to reach mm. and help he he does show up in a lot of your dreams too doesn't he he does huh he does uh not trying to save Kendra. well yeah i guess i'm trying to save kendra but i just usually wind up enraged with her <laughs> in the dreams there, there was a a gun control joke uh at which point i made a note to fly into an alex jones uh <laughs> monologue at this point but my voice is not quite there yet so i cannot oh bummer unfortunately. uh and one of you uttered this phrase Yet another thing emerges that you have to grasp. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my youth pastor would disagree. It doesn't <laughs> matter how many things emerge. You don't have to grasp any of them. Did I say that? <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big user of the word emerges. But maybe <laughs> I did. <laughs> and finally, my, my, my major... Uh, critique of this episode uh, we had a solid 20 minutes soliloquy by both of you uh, deconstructing the patriarchy and, and raising women and and really just uh, destroying the notion that women should be objectified <laughs> and immediately segued into <laughs> What if you put like? What if you just rub butter all over your skin, and all like? What if you were like wearing a Hooters outfit, and like you know that'd be funny. Hooters outfit, and like you're just like covered in butter, 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 and Hooters. <laughs> Typical female behavior. That's all I have to say about that. I apologize for nothing. I. <laughs> wouldn't want you to <laughs> simply i'm simply critiquing the episode that is what we do thank you noted <laughs> who hey house what are you listening to right now uh i already said on the other episode harry potter <laughs> audiobook <laughs> I just go back and forth between sitting down and reading it, and then if I have to get up and do something, I put it on the audiobook. It's, it's, it's sad, actually. It's not sad. It's great. I'm having a great time. But well, you, you answer that way because you actually just finished recording the last episode two hours ago. <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, I really, I haven't been listening to a ton of like new music or different different music than i always listen to what about it, you it's a uh, we have a weird podcast schedule right now yes we, we do i appreciate you guys for hanging there with us we'll just have a gap and then we'll have a it's couple the right summer in a row time. it's the summertime yeah it's the summertime i cannot i cannot be bothered to get out of bed before 11 <laughs> <laughs> to close my books <laughs> so what have i been listening to i've been listening to actually the, the the thing we just made fun of the ct podcast series on mars hill and i think it is fantastic oh 
going to take your word for it. <laughs> I, I thought it would just be like a like what like listening to a train wreck when I started. Uh-huh. It, I was like, I really want to you know invest in this if it's just going to be uh, you know just staring at the wreckage. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really not. It's really super well done. I'd be curious to see if any of our listeners are listening to it and what they think of it. I think but, probably uh, they are because a lot of people are. And and I'm super happy about that because it's like a, uh, you know, we call them produced podcasts. I also call them like prestige podcasts where it's like, you know, they, a lot of production goes into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't really have a ton of those in the Christian space. And, and I think it's just really cool. Hmm. Ha- unless you count our Krasagi sewed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's really good. It's really good. They went in this last episode, they went into... Uh, like the history of mega churches mm-hmm. and Calvary Chapel, and you went down some rabbit holes that, that I did not expect, but was delighted to hear them talk about uh, Chuck Smith and Calvary Chapel uh, out in California, and uh, one of the most intriguing people in church history to me is is Lonnie Frisbee, just a, a man of a lot of different uh, a lot of different issues, uh, a lot of different. Um, yeah, I can't even think of the word. I'll edit that out. <laughs> okay. I was thinking contractions, not contractions. What's a... Uh... No, that's going to bug me. Con- not conflictions. What's the word I'm thinking of here? Contradictions. Contradictions, yes. Why couldn't I think of that word? I don't know. I don't even know what you're saying. I just went with a con. <laughs> yeah. fix that you were working with. Yeah. So... Yeah, listening to that. Um, so I've been on a this is random, but I've been on a on a toad the wet sprocket kick. <laughs> this is a semi regular kick, I think, for you. Yeah. Like me and my dashboard kicks, which is <laughs> semi regular. <laughs> oh, you know, we keep it edgy here. Toad the wet sprocket and dashboard. Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we uh, we got some tweets. This yes. is going to be an incomplete. This is a slapshot uh, edition of Christian tweets because uh, you know, as you know, we had a computer crash and took all the tweets with them. So we've been, I've been putting it back together piece by piece. This is a little incomplete. There were some actually a lot that have fallen through the cracks that I haven't been able to find yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is just the first. This is the first reconstructed batch. Of, yes. of, of several we'll have more batches like these of yes. tweets that we were saving and then lost when everything crashed so uh these are fantastic i, I love they these. really are one two three, so why don't you have, why don't you five i think five okay i can pick first yeah yeah go for it i'm i'm going with denny burke <laughs> It matters not. Just, just stop right there. Just, <laughs> just write and talk like a normal person. It matters not whether you are a hard, soft, narrow, or broad complementarian. Cultural headwinds are blowing against your being any kind of complementarian. Our cultured despisers will offer no quarter to any sort of complementarian. Be sure you're not trying to please them. 
There's a lot going on in this tweet. Paging Mrs. Burke. <laughs> we got the hard, soft, blowing, right? Lots of <laughs> blowing uh, on your being. <laughs> I mean, how horny is this dude? Like, just... <laughs> Just, Danny, just come out and say it, man. Just say, like, hey, I'm, I'm horny. <laughs> uh, and then just the whole premise of it. Cultural headwinds are blowing against your being any kind of complementarian. Like, he's saying that, <laughs> you know, people don't want you to be complementarian in any way. And so this you is... shouldn't try to please those people because they're uh, just, wow. I, I get what he's saying. It's just a positively Piper-esque delivery. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It matters not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... We should do that thing where, like, the found poetry, you know that? Mm. Where you, like, take something and then you take words out of it. You, like, take a passage or, like, people do it with, um, like, mean emails and they redact certain words and then what's left, you know, makes something new. Oh. (laughs) We could do something fun with this tweet. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Mark Deaver. This is my okay. favorite. This is one of my favorite kind of tweets right here. Okay. I've, I've replied to this one a couple of times, just egging him on, but he's a little response. So, Westminster Seminary, California, did a tweet that I guess uh, Mark Beaver was. You just said Westminster. <laughs> is it? West, oh. Westminster. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just, it's, uh, it's just me. It's, Oh man, okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Hey, take your point. There it is. One point for Casey. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead, sorry. Westminster <laughs> Seminary uh did a tweet tag Mark D. Ray. I guess he was coming to speak. It's a pretty innocuous tweet. Uh yeah. got his picture. Mark Deaver saw that he was tagged. And then for reasons that remain unclear to everyone <laughs> except Mark Beaver, <laughs> replied publicly, Hey, Ethan, phone me. <laughs> phone me. That's what I like. That's, that's, I'm that's what Danny I Burke are writing tweets together. Yeah, you know, I would. Uh, phone me. I'd, I'd be hanging out in the food court saying that to babes in like 1998. <laughs> hey, phone me. Call call my dad's beeper that I'm borrowing. (laughs) Phone me, babe. (laughs) Never, like, never. Is it still up? up? Is this tweet still? Last time I checked, it was because I like quote. This is like like three weeks after this, I quote tweeted it, and like, (laughs) guys, such kind of a, a jerk thing. But I was. I have like, Mark, just following up on this, did Ethan ever phone you? <laughs> it's still up. I just checked. Okay. <laughs> I may I may tweet something about that later tonight. <laughs> I may go back and just quote tweet it again. You, your quote re- retweet said, 
IMO, this is the most important issue on Christian Twitter today. <laughs> it's still there. Wow. <laughs> so good. <laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going to do the Michael Gungor. I don't feel like you'd be able to get through it without laughing. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right, Michael Gungor. Self, in quotation marks, self is the imaginary divide between what you want and what is. <laughs> self it's the imaginary divide between what you want and what is so when i held up my chick-fil-a fry box tonight it was only half full and i wanted a full fry box that space in the middle of those two things was myself right I love that it's imaginary. Like, he's the only one that can see it? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. Imaginary divide. What does that mean? That means he's the only one that knows it's there. Right? Does it mean that (laughs) self is the imaginary divide? (laughs) Hey, Mike. Come on, buddy. Maybe he's saying that if... If what you want is what you, <laughs> if what you want and what is isn't divided, what is our self? Yeah, perfect. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> no, I, that's a genuine question. What if what I want and what is are the same thing? Yeah, see, this is where I'd come in with Matthew McConaughey if I had a voice. <laughs> this is tailor made for McConaughey. Does myself cease to exist? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is if this was like an Avenger movie, like he would just like he would have like somehow opened the portal and then we'd need the <laughs> I think I did. We we need the Avengers to assemble and close the portal before humanity's destroyed. I'm going to look this up and see how much traction this tweet got. Because at the time you tweeted it, it wasn't a lot, but... um, Well... (laughs) Okay, hold on. I know this is great for your editing. (laughs) I can't. Oh, here we go. He got six retweets. Five quote tweets. 76 likes. Do you want me to read the thread that he did after it? Please do. Two days later. This may be... (laughs) (laughs) You're not ready for this. (laughs) Okay. This is so good. You're not ready for this. Okay. This this is the most white male thing I've read in a while. Okay. 
These guys get on the internet and they're like, I have an idea that's so good, only I can understand it. Or they say something so basic and want to want to be applauded. Okay, here we go. This may be the best tweet of my life, but I realize it may be hard to understand. Here is some commentary on it. Here we go. Next tweet. What is the self? Is it your body? Something besides your body, inside of your body? The functions of the body? When we look closely, we can see that the self is none of these things. Oh my gosh, this goes on forever. When we look closely, we can find we, we can find thoughts, but no separate thinker of thoughts. Feelings, but no separate feeler of the feelings. So what is that feeling that is me? When we look directly and curiously with an open mind and heart, we can see that I am a story. And what is it that drives us to tell stories? Desire. Do you want me to keep going? I, listen, not? listen. I've I've voted for Trump three times since you started creating this. <laughs> it goes on for a while. This this is this. <laughs> I'm sorry to go off on men like that. There've been a couple things that have showed up in my life in the last couple days that I'm like, I'm just tired of this phenomenon. Like this one thing was this one guy was like, unpopular opinion. Stop telling women on the internet they're pretty and tell your wife instead. Like, who needs to hear that? Like, why do you, who are you talking to? Anyways, I, I apologize to our upstanding male listeners. I just, <laughs> I just needed a second after I read, this may be the best tweet of my life, but I realize it may be hard to understand. Here is some commentary on it. Well, listen. Not every man can can reach the heights of butter covered Hooter girls. Uh, there's also this guy on Instagram, and he does this. Just, just let me complain for a minute. We have yeah, time. Yeah, go for it. There's this guy on Instagram, and he makes these like quotes out of mylar balloons, and one of them, and they're not, they're not good. They're like, and one, and he his profile says he's an artist and one of them said be nice even to people you don't want to f word and i'm like you literally blow up balloons to say this thing that is like the lowest bar of just being a human anyways I'm like here here like and share <laughs> yeah so uh, this might be the best tweet of my life (laughs) every time I open up Instagram it's either a 50 year old woman with giant implants uh, doing some kind of like dance like a teenager Uh or it's like two rednecks fighting Instagram? I thought that was TikTok TikTok, sorry Uh, hey I'm Speaking of implants. Really old. <laughs> okay. I had my first experience tonight where I was wondering if the person I was looking at had butt implants. That was a first. For really? Me. That really? Was a first for me. It was one of those things where like there's something there's there's a proportion thing that's off here. Let's talk about this. 
Male or female? Female. Okay. It was just very Kardashian-esque. <sighs> just like you could put a your cup of you could like set your cup of water on that. <laughs> so it was like So it was a shelf. It was like a shelf. Like okay. a shelf. But not like I mean I've seen butts like that before, but not next to a super tiny waist. So that's, that's why I was curious. It's that's a that's a that's a strange implant because you you can't. I'm apologizing ad- again to our upstanding male listeners who are now thinking about butts. <laughs> you can't. It's just in a practical sense. It's you can't admire it. Like your eyes are faced the front. <laughs> It was just, I was, I was curious. Really curious. All right, well, it's time to ask the hard-hitting questions for the listeners. What ha- What does it do to your farts when you have butt implants? <laughs> I do don't you, know. Do you get I don't more know con- anything about it. Do you, get more, do you get more control back there? I wonder if it takes a while to, like, get your, like, uh, your center of gravity back. All of a sudden, you have like this is true. Not just like when you gain weight and you're like you you know gain weight gradually and you're you adjust. Like all of a sudden, you wake up and you just have like a giant ass. Would you like? Would that be solved if you got boob <laughs> implants at the same time? Would you walk this? Would, would it like? <laughs> this is truly. This is fantastic. Just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Would it offset and you just be totally normal then? Like, I don't think you would be totally normal, but maybe, maybe the the I mean, your, gravity your, thing wouldn't yeah, be like an your, issue. Your equilibrium is what I'm saying. <laughs> I've I've seen pictures of guys with pec implants, and it's it's kind of terrifying. Oh, they do that too. Yeah. It just. No thanks. That that one's harder for me because it's like you could. I mean, I I get it. Like if you're a woman with cosmetic surgery, like you probably can't. I mean, you definitely can't achieve that through any any other way. But like with guys like getting pegged, like you could hey, just do some push-ups. <laughs> like you could you <laughs> work out enough. Like they're gonna get bigger. And yeah, but there's a limit, right? <laughs> yeah, but still, like. You're not, you got these implants, but you're not strong. You're still, kind of, you're still like exactly the strength that you were before, but you look ripped now. You're actually like probably a, weaker, right? Yeah. After surgery. Yes. <laughs> Major surgery on the region. Can you even Cut. take, can you even take those pec implants to the gym at that point? Because it's like, <laughs> hey, you, have, you know, I've got tits like battleships but i'm still bench pressing 110 <laughs> like the guys at the gym aren't gonna put two and two I together on a t-shirt. <laughs> okay i got tits like battleships <laughs> this is, we've gone off the rails <laughs> i blame michael gungor <laughs> Oh man, it's really <laughs> late for us to be recording. <laughs> if 
you want a fun time, just go to search at Michael Gungor in the word imaginary. There's a oh, lot man. there. He's. I thought you were going to say Google tits like battleships. No, don't Google that. Oh my gosh, I would never do that. I would never say that to our upstanding male listeners. <laughs> a battleship, what does that even mean? I don't know. I'm tired. I'm really tired right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it my turn? No, uh, it's your is my turn. turn. It's your turn. Uh, this one, This one just... Killed me. Oh, I love this. (laughs) The Gospel Coalition did an article, How to Love Your Deaf Neighbor. Hey, you know, all jokes aside, good for them. Good for them doing something like this. Yes. Except the the 21 year olds. (laughs) Intern. Presbyterian intern. (laughs) uh, Misspelled deaf. So that the tweet said, two friends, one hearing, one dead. <laughs> Share how churches and communities can care for deaf individuals in their midst. Yeah, when I want to know how to care for deaf individuals, let me hear from a dead guy. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to hear from. Which, ironically enough, that's a big part of the uh, the Gospel Coalition's brand. Is, hey, hey, what did the dead guys say about this? <laughs> It's not quite in the way that tweet makes it sound. <laughs> uh, I think somebody sent that to me, and when the, I mean, I, I wouldn't have given it's credit from anyway. April, so that's what like five hundred years ago. If you sent that to me, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I had a good hearty chuckle when I read that. <laughs> and they they deleted that one too, so somebody caught it before they deleted it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> okay i think this would be our last one beth moore i'd be more comfortable if the bros were wearing pants <laughs> what is the context of that do you remember uh, i don't <laughs> i don't remember She's had some, she had some great a great run of tweets there for a while before she took her Twitter break. She still does, but I really noticed like after she um you know officially cut ties with the SBC, she she lost a little bit of a filter. Not in a bad way. Just like you know what? <laughs> I don't answer to these people anymore. So Yeah, yeah like the uh you know, you kind of like had to worry about the the floor of people who would get offended. Yeah. Like, who's you know who's got the lowest floor of what's offensive? Like when Al Mohler tweeted about women preaching on Mother's Day, oh, he replied, uh, "Happy Mother's Day, Al." <laughs> Just like, okay. Uh, yeah, that was a great one. Fantastic. So good. So good. Well, keep sending us your tweets. <laughs> and maybe Matthew will save them to uh, Google Drive instead of his hard drive. <laughs> Listen, since when am I supposed to know what I'm doing? <laughs> I don't 
don't blame you. It's fine. I feel like I had another story for you, and I don't remember what it was. It was just the butt implant thing. <laughs> That's it. I think that was the only thing. <laughs> the um, the Holy Rollers uh, faith-based movie that we did a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. got, got a lot of feedback, and uh, <laughs> we... Uh, we fleshed out the plot a little bit in some of the DMs that we had with, with listeners. And I think it's leading towards Holy Rollers 2 that we'll eventually have to pitch. And the L, the L's in Rollers is the the Roman numeral 2, right? That's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I had like a, uh, like a the basic outline for the plot and then I got sick and forgot it. So I'll have to go back, go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Go back into your memories. Yeah. I'll have to dream it up later tonight. It's me and my dad. That's the, that's the plot. It's just me and my dad. Holy Rollers too. I need to do another Faith Face movie pitch. I've yeah. only done one. Remember? Kill Them Witches? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, if I do say so myself. Does anybody compliment me more than me on this podcast? <laughs> Casey, Casey Haas, a fan of all the Casey Haas bits. <laughs> Go listen to Casey's amazing segment that she did last year. Just pulling up random episodes. Hey, check me out in this one. <laughs> It was a good one, though. I love that dumb man of the Bible. The thing about that stuff is that you just get excited to get a new idea, and then it works. <laughs> just, it was fun. It was so fun to do. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know, it wasn't uh, Christian college enrollment numbers, but it was okay. <laughs> I don't think we ever really, like, explained that joke. <laughs> Yeah, I thought we did with this. <laughs> Let's just keep everybody in the dark. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Two I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> okay. I got tips like battleships. <laughs> this, this, we've gone off the rails. <laughs> I blame Michael Gungor. <laughs> <laughs>